Welcome to the Pastor Philip Butcher Podcast. Pastor Philip is an anointed teacher of the word and a healing evangelist. He's a pastor and founder of Livingstone's Family Church, a vibrant church transforming the lives of many people across the world. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Wave your hands to the Lord and celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the goodness of our God, the mercies of our God, the faithfulness of our God. Just worship the Lord and give him praise. Lord, we give you praise. Give him praise, give him glory, give him praise, give him glory, give him praise, give him glory, bless his name, glorify his name, bless his name, glorify his name, exalt him, extol him. Father, we thank you. Pray that the heavens will open over you. Pray that the heavens will open over you. Pray that the word of the Lord will come to you. Pray that God will send a word that will change you. God will send a word that will revive you. God will send a word that will heal you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Shall we pray? Father, I want to thank you that we can be in your presence. And want to thank you for your word that has come to us and changed us. Touch us afresh. Touch us anew. And do a new thing in our lives. In Jesus' name we prayed. And all the same. Amen. I want to take seats and give the Lord a clap of friend. <laughs> Hallelujah. Turn to the person next to you. Tell the person you are welcome into the house of the Lord. Tell another person I'm excited to see you. Now I want you to look in, look in the person's eyeball. And tell the person get ready for your miracle. Look eyeball to eyeball. And tell the person get ready for your testimony. Give the Lord a clap of faith. Hallelujah. Um, once again, I want to welcome all of you to the house of the Lord. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a joy to see each and every one of you. And I believe that God would do new things and great things and more glorious things in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. How many of you are ready for the word? We've been looking at an important topic or series this month. That is buying the truth and selling it not. Buying the truth. Hallelujah. Now, this is so very important because the truth is important. The truth. Jesus Christ said that ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Amen. So, don't take the truth for granted. A lot of people, what they want is money. But I told you the other day that the word of God will bring you money. The word of God will bring you healing. The word of God will bring you, will cause you to prosper. The word of God will cause you to excel. The word of God will cause you to have dominion. Amen. Amen. And so what you need to desire is God's word. May you desire God's word in Jesus' name. And we learned that, we've learned so many things, I don't even know where to start from. Uh, but I believe that you are meditating on what we shared. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let me give you a scripture. Mark 4 verse 15. Give it to me. Mark chapter 4 verse 15. This account, the parable of the sower. And um, now look at what it says. It says that, And these are they by where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Amen. Can you see the word immediately? This scripture is teaching us something. That anytime somebody hears the word of God, Satan needs to also steal the word. Anytime somebody hears the word of God, Satan comes to also, Satan comes immediately to also steal the word. And that's why if you want the word of God to profit for you, if you want the word of God to have an effect in your life, the moment you hear the word, there's something that you must do. There's something that you must do. And I was saying that a lot of people have been hearing the word of God, but it's not working in their lives. If you are even to look at your notes, all the messages you have heard, if you were to apply 
10%. Charlie, your life would have been better by now. So why is that the word of God is not working in the lives of people? One of the reasons is this, that Satan comes to steal the word. Say, help me, Jesus. So I, I believe I shared it that there's something that you also have to do when you hear the word of God. When you hear the word of God, there's something you must do. And that thing that you must do, eh, you must also do it immediately. The reason why you must also do it immediately is because Satan is also coming to steal it immediately. Amen. Amen. To act immediately. Now let me show you what you have to do immediately. Number one, the moment you hear the word of God, you have to immediately meditate upon it. You have to immediately think on it. So when you are in church and the word of God is being taught, make sure that you make notes. Amen. Amen. Make sure you make notes. And it's not enough to make notes. When you go back, you have to go and read the notes. All these things you were going to school, they taught you how to, how to learn, isn't it? Yes. Or somebody didn't learn how to learn. They taught you how to do well in school. How to learn. And they tell you that, when, didn't they teach you that uh, when you go to class or lectures, make notes? <laughs> Did they teach you that? Oh, somebody, they, need, they, somebody, they are not saying anything. They didn't teach them. Oh. They didn't teach you that, make notes. And then after that, didn't they teach you that when you go back for the next morning, read over your notes? They taught you. You, you think that they are joking, but what they, are, what they were teaching you is true. That's why if I'm to ask right now the equation for photosynthesis. <laughs> You know that. <laughs> you, you know that you learnt it, but you see that you are trying to. Equation, as a friend, what's the equation for photosynthesis? <laughs> oh, get an answer from the person. Let them, get an answer. No, 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 but I mean, photo, they thought us. Hallelujah. So it's the same principle. The reason why people have forgotten a lot of things that they learned is because when they were in class and they were being taught, possibly they didn't take notes. And then even if they took notes, and that day they didn't read over what they, what they were taught. So with time, it, it disappeared. So Satan came to steal it. Even the, even the books that you learned, Satan comes to steal it. <laughs> so you have to act upon it immediately. Sorry, you have to meditate upon it immediately. You have to meditate upon it immediately. That's number one. Number two, you have to act upon it immediately. You have to act upon it. Have you realized that have you realized that sometimes you can have a dream and you know the dream and you wake up but you forget the dream? You, you, you know why you forget the dream? You forget the dream because the moment you had the dream, you didn't meditate upon it. So let me, a lot of you see that you have a dream, then it's like when you had a dream, you woke up but you went back to bed. Then in the morning, when you now woke up well, well, you didn't remember the dream again. Because the first time when you woke up after the dream, you didn't meditate upon it. So, because you didn't meditate, to meditate means to think on it. Because you didn't think on it, Satan came to steal it. So, when you woke up fully, you not remember the dream again. But the dream you had, it was a significant dream. It was information that you were being given, information in the spirit realm, that was being made known unto you. And then you forgot the dream. You allowed Satan to come and steal the dream. Because you did not meditate on the dream immediately. So Satan came to steal it. So it's the same thing. How many of you have experienced it before? It's the same thing with the word of God. That when you come to church like this, 
and I'm teaching you the word of God, you are blessed by the word and all that. But if you don't meditate upon it that day, Satan will come and steal it. So you have to meditate upon the word and then you have to also act upon the word. In other words, you have to find out what is the word of God asking you to do and then start doing it. Amen. Amen. Start doing it. You know something about procrastination? When you, de- when you procrastinate doing something, you increase the possibility that you not do it at all. Let me, let me, take, let me say it again. If, let's say today, you want to do something, you want to meditate on what, I've, what you learn in church today, and you don't do it, there's a, and you tell yourself that you do it tomorrow, can I tell you something? There's a higher possibility that you not do it tomorrow. Then, it will, so, it will, the percentage possibility that you not do it and will keep on increasing and increasing until you not do it at all. So that's why it's important that the moment the word of God comes in, any action you have to take from God's word, you act upon it. Hallelujah. Now, I want to show you that, you see, all that we are saying, one that truth, truth, truth is important. I'm, I'm, truth is important. Let's turn to the book of Daniel chapter 10. I'm going to read a whole, maybe about some, a number of verses. And I believe that you'd, you'd appreciate it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. May you be changed by the word of God. Amen. May Satan not steal God's word from your heart. Amen. May the word of God produce results in your life. Amen. May the word of God change you in the name of Jesus. Amen. May you move from glory to glory in the Amen. name of Jesus. May you be transformed by God's word in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap of friend. Now, Daniel 10 verse 1, I'm going to use a New Living Translation so you can project it from me. Listen to what it says. It says that in the third year of the reign of King Cyrus of Persia, Daniel, also known as Belteshazzar, had another vision. May you have visions in Jesus' name. He understood that the vision concerned events certain to happen in the future, times of war and great hardship. When the vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. He said, all that time I had eaten no rich food. No meat or wine crossed my lips, and I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks had passed. So he was fasting for three weeks. He said, on April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River, he said, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing. So this was a vision that he was having. He saw a man dressed in linen, it was an angel, in linen clothing, with a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning. And his eyes flamed like torches. May you have such an encounter with an angel. Isn't it powerful? Wow. And look at what he said. His arms and his feet shone like polished bronze. And his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. So Daniel was by the river. It was called the Tigris River. And he was the only one who was seeing the vision. Other people were there, but they didn't see the vision. (laughs) You see, just like how we can be in church and somebody is seeing visions, but another person is dozing. Hey! Hey! <laughs> somebody is having, having to see that sometimes you go for a program, you are in church or something, Charlie, we are all worshiping, but somebody is lying on the floor worshiping, and you are wondering that, hey, you, what is happening to you? <laughs> Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing. But they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So what happened was that the vision that Daniel had, it came with like some noise and sound. But Daniel, he saw the vision and he saw that it was an angel. The angel came with a lot of noise and sound. So Daniel, he saw the and he saw and the sound, he heard the sound. But the people that were with him, they didn't see the angel. All they heard was the sound. And so they ran away. So he said, so I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. May you have amazing visions. May your eyes be open to have amazing visions. He said, my strength left me. My face grew deadly pale and I felt very weak. Then I heard a man speak and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and laid there with my face to the ground. Just then a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. 
When he said this to me, I stood up still trembling. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding. Look at what Daniel was praying for. He was praying for what? How many of you have prayed for understanding before? He was, he, he, he was fasting and praying for 21 days. And it was for understanding. That's why I was telling you that, see, what you need in life is understanding of the truth. You, you are, people are, and like I said, what do people pray for? People pray for marriage. People pray for money. People pray for business breakthrough. People pray for visa. People pray for, for scholarship. People pray for car. People pray for Range Rover. People pray for what again? People pray for Maybach. People, people pray for iPhone. People pray for uh, academics. People pray for house. People pray for their plus one. People pray for so many things. <laughs> but let me tell you something. The greatest prayer you can pray is understanding the, in God's word. Because understanding will bring you all those other things that you want. Amen. Amen. All right. So he says that, he says, since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. May your request be heard in heaven. I said, may your request be heard in heaven. Now look at it. He said that I have come in answer to your prayer. His prayer was for understanding of the truth. And an angel was sent to bring him understanding to bring him the answer to his prayer which is understanding of the truth that's what i'm saying that your marriage and you you get it through understanding of the truth your prosperity will come to you through understanding of the truth now look at what is that but for 21 days someone say 21 days, 21 days. the prince of the kingdom of persia blocked my way this was an angel coming over and the angel said that as he was coming, the spirit prince of Persia blocked his way. You see, every territory has a spirit prince. And sometimes the spirit prince of that, that territory blocks the, the answer to people's prayers. So there's people like, the thing that you started praying for, it has been released, but... As maybe the spirit prince of Aplaku. <laughs> you own a joking shit. It's true. Truth is, I'm telling you. Maybe the spirit prince from your hometown. What is your hometown? Get an answer for the fact that. that hey, wait. As I said, have you dealt with the spirit prince of your hometown? Yes. <laughs> you are seeing it's joking, but Charlie, it's not a joke. <laughs> he said, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked his way. He said, look at what happened. He said, then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. This is an angel, this is an angel of information. So he's not a fighting angel. But he was blocked by another angel. So, a fighting angel does, he was blocked by the spirit of the area. So, a fighting angel had to be, re- Michael is a fighting angel. So, a fighting angel had to be released to come and fight so that the information angel can be released and bring the information to Daniel. That's why you have to pray. That's why I had to pray and fast. So Daniel had been praying and fasting for 21 days. He said, Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now look at verse 14. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future. For this vision concerns a time yet to come. Amen. We can see from this scripture that information was coming to Daniel. I'm coming to a point too. Information or understanding was coming to Daniel, and the spirit, an evil spirit, blocked Daniel's access to that information. What does it tell you and I? It tells you and I that understanding the word of God, understanding the truth of God, 
is so very important. Satan realizes it's so very important that Satan is ready and willing to block your understanding to the truth of God. Are you with me? <laughs> Satan realizes that if you begin to understand the truth of God, eh, you advance, in, advance so much in life that he is ready and willing to, to block you, prevent you from understanding the truth. But today, every blockade is removed in Jesus' name. Every opposition is removed in Jesus' name. We access the word of God in Jesus' name. We receive understanding in God's word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap offering. I want to show you people that you must determine that you will not be like them. As we are talking about truth, buying the truth, the Bible says that buy the truth and sell it not. There are three categories of people. The Bible people that you must not be like those people. Show you. Proverbs 1 verse 22. Can you give me the Proverbs 1 verse 22, the message translation? Proverbs 1 verse 22. The message translation. Hallelujah. Alright. Let's all read it together. Red go. Simple things. How long will you wallow ignorance? Cynics. How long will you feed your cynicism? Idiots. How long now the the three types of people you must not be. Uh, number one, simpletons. Number two, cynics. And number three, idiots. <laughs> number one, simpletons. Number two, cynics. And number three, idiots. Do you know someone who is an idiot? <laughs> but these three categories of people, they are all the same. Or, or these three categories of people, their end is the same. Their end is the same. And I'll show you. I'll explain. Number one, simpletons. It says that simpletons, how long will you wallow in ignorance? So simpletons, you know, someone who is ignorant. Somebody who, somebody who does not know and does not know that he does not know. Simpleton. Someone who does not know and he does not know that he does not know. Have you met somebody like that? The person doesn't know and the person doesn't know that he doesn't know. Such person is a simpleton. That's what the scripture says. Such person, the person who continues to wallow in ignorance, the person who continues to be ignorant. So the lesson for you is that don't be a simpleton. In other words, you must always have a test for knowledge. Amen. You must always have a test. I know we are, we are streaming, but I like the word. But, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Wow. wow. Somebody say, wow. wow. <laughs> hallelujah. Yes, but you put, Bernard doesn't want to come from honeymoon. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Bernard's not even called me. Hey! What, what, what is he doing? What is he doing? What is, he doing? Well, what is going on? <laughs> Hallelujah. May you also go Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I'm talking about simpletons. Simpletons say they don't know. And they don't that don't know. So what you have to do be a simpleton is that always have a desire for knowledge and always have a desire for understanding. And one of the ways by which you have a desire for understanding is asking questions. I taught you that one of the ways by which you buy the truth 
by asking questions. Amen. Amen. So every day, you know, live your life in such a way that you are always asking questions. You are always asking questions. There's a man, some of us may know, know him, a great scientist, say Isaac Newton. How many of you know, say Isaac Newton? Say Isaac Newton one day was sitting under an apple tree. And the apple fell down. And then he began to ask questions. That are, why did the apple fall down? And as he began to ask, 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 then he came up the law of gravity. Wow. You two didn't even come up with a law. <laughs> but... Do you know why you are not coming up with the Lord? You are not asking questions. Everything that's happening, you take it normal. <laughs> Apple falls down, you take it normal. But you have to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? You ask questions and you are moving towards answers. I, I think I've, I've said in different places that answers are the ex- exclusive preserve of those who ask questions. You only get answers to the questions that you ask. So if you don't ask a question, you not get an answer. So don't be, don't, don't even be intimidated when you uh, when you are asking a question and it looks like you know. Recently, the Lord even showed me something from Scripture that you know that there's nothing wrong in asking a foolish question. There's nothing wrong with asking. When you ask a foolish question, you know what will happen. You'll even be led to the right answer. And they'll show you that ah, the question you ask is a foolish question, but they'll lead you to the right answer. Because in the Bible, you know, when Jesus was about to ascend, the disciples came to Jesus and asked Jesus that, will you at this time restore the kingdom again to Israel? And Jesus told them, Jesus gave them an answer. This is what Jesus said. He said, it is not, you don't need to, it's not, in your power to know when the times and the seasons that the father has set. So Jesus was telling them that this question you are asking is wrong because you not know it. Nobody knows the times and the seasons the father has set. But then this is what Jesus said. Jesus said that but ye shall receive power after that so even though they asked a wrong question and that question they couldn't get an answer Jesus now still went on to show them what they actually needed which is Holy Spirit. Do you know that if they had not asked that question, Jesus would not have also said about, told them about Holy Spirit. But when they asked the question, Jesus realized that, no, you have good intentions, but the question you are asking is wrong. Let me show you what you, what you need. What you need is Holy Spirit. You receive power that Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage you and don't hesitate in asking questions. Don't hesitate. When you ask a question, you cease to be a simpleton. Amen. The other day, the Bible tells us that one of the disciples went to Jesus and said to Jesus, Master, teach us to pray. And when they asked asked the question, then Jesus now began to teach them that. When you are heavenly father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. So Jesus taught them prayer. And Jesus taught them that prayer as a result of a question that was asked. Can I tell you something? If they hadn't asked that question, that prayer would not have been written in the Bible. We would have missed that prayer from the Bible if they hadn't asked that question. But when they asked that question, answer came to them. So do you know what it means? It means that there are some things that if you don't ask, you will not get the answer. May you have an attitude of asking questions. And and can I tell you something? You know why some people read the Bible and they don't understand the Bible? I'll I'll tell you. They read it because when they are reading the Bible, they don't ask questions. Me, when I'm reading the Bible, I ask the Lord questions. So when I read that, so Lord, what does this mean? So Lord, how do I apply it in my life? So Lord, this, Lord, I ask the Lord. And can I tell you something? When I ask the Lord questions saying, Sometimes, uh, almost, in, I, I speak the truth in Christ, I lie not. Sometimes, almost immediately, the answer comes to me. Like, before I finish 
asking the question, the answer has come. The answer just comes. Bush. <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes too, the answer doesn't come immediately, but by asking the question, I set myself on a path to getting the answer. And so I'll see that in the process of time, I'll get the answer. Praise the Lord. So you must ask questions. I pray that you have, a, you have an attitude of asking questions. In the name of Jesus. The, your ability to ask questions shows that you are a learner. And that's what will make you a success in life. Don't live your life not asking questions. Ask the Lord questions. Ask God, when you are reading the Bible, ask questions. Ask your mentors questions. Anybody who has gone ahead of you, ask the person questions. Anybody who has, done, has achieved something you have not achieved, it, ask the person questions. The other day I was telling you, Paul, that I don't know what I was like, I was asking, I was telling you, I asked the other that, ah, so your brothers that are around you, have they ever asked you that, how did you get married? Have they asked you, how did you get married? And himself is here now, at the time, as you said, they hadn't asked you, right? They hadn't asked him. But he said, so, and you see, and he said, it's amazing that, ah, you and somebody, you are there. You are staying in the same house. You are boys, boys together. You go and buy food together and eat together. And all of a sudden, the guy's status has changed. He has married. And you asking that, hey, my brother, me and you every day, we, we, the, we did the same room with the bed, with the chopped garlic soakings. Right now, my, what you do where, where you marry? What, what, what happened where you marry? And, and the, the people that I'm talking about that, they should even be asking the, the guys might, they've not, they don't even have a beloved, but they've not even asked. Hey! hey! Because you, you know, it's a lot of steps. You, you have to, you see, not that they don't even have a beloved, they don't know who to even propose to. They don't know, there's nobody in the radar. <laughs> but you see, it's a, it's a lot of steps. Do you understand what I'm saying? First, to locate somebody, then to propose to the person, then to enter relationship with the person. Before go through the process of relationship, before even going to going to the, the, the person's house to, to, to for the father the father of the woman to see you, it's another it's another battle. <laughs> it's another battle. You you get what I'm saying? Before then you 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 cross that one. Before maybe your proposal accepted, the family has accepted you. Before now, wedding preparations, going through all that. So it's a lot of steps. But the people, they've not even taken step one, but they are not asking a question. Ah. <laughs> Say, help me, Jesus. Do you realize that you have to ask questions? Because the reason you have to ask questions is because, listen, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. The process is the same. So when you ask questions, you speed up your growth. You speed up the process. You are able to jump steps. able to avoid mistakes. You are able to... ...that people have achieved. Amen. Amen. Ask questions. Ask questions. You know, I, I, you know I, I'm a few... Some of you are working over here. You know, there are people who are working... And notice, uh, there are a lot of employees saying, they, they can't even go to their boss to ask their boss questions. And I've been saying it, that, you know, they, they can't even go to their boss. Let's say, let's say many companies, they do end-of-year party. And end-of-year party, the boss will be around. Because usually you, can, you don't get to see the boss, isn't it? Yes. You don't get to see the manager because he's busy and all that. But end-of-year party, the manager wants to interact with everybody and all that. So the manager will be around for the end-of-year party. Now, end of year party, when the employees are supposed to go and talk to the manager, they don't talk to the manager. And then you see that the manager is sitting there all alone. Have you seen some before? He's sitting there all alone. He, and he's, the way he's sitting there all alone is even more Bobby. It's like, it's, it's, it's even sad. It's like as if he doesn't have anybody to talk to. Then he's sitting there alone. You see that he eats his food alone. Then they, when they are coming to close, then they'll say that, um, want to hear, want from our, our boss, then they'll call the boss, they do some small speech. When he finishes, people will clap, but I know interested in what he said. Then they'll clap their hands. And then uh, after that, closing, then, then nobody will talk to the boss. Then you see that he walked to his car alone. Oh, why like this? 
But but do you know that all the people that are there, all the employees that are there, they want to be like the manager. All the employees that are there, they want to drive the car the manager is driving. They want to be in this position. But this is an opportunity to go and ask him questions. Oh, say, it's, uh, I want to thank, thank you for all that you are doing for the company. Please, can you tell me quickly? Tell me. So how did you rise to the top? Do you think that you'll not be happy to say it? You'll be happy. But people will not go and ask questions. They will not go and ask questions. They are simple things. They, they don't know. And they don't know. Don't know. As a parent, are you a simpleton? <laughs> oh, as a person also, in your actions, are you a simpleton? Ask questions. Because if you don't ask questions, I have to be honest with you that you are being a simpleton. Oh, master. Like this, too known. Hallelujah! Give the Lord a clap of friend. Now let's look at the scripture again. Proverbs twenty-two, the message translation. So the first category is that simpletons. Simpletons don't know that they don't know that they don't know. And I've shown you that the way not to be a simpleton is to ask questions every day. Just decide to ask a question. Decide to, like I told you, particularly when you are reading God's word, even when you are talking to the Lord, asking questions. When you are uh, with someone, you ask the person questions. Amen. Now it says that, so the first category is simple, and the second category is cynics. It says that, how long will you feed your cynicism? Cynics. Somebody say cynics. cynics. You know who cynics are? Cynics are people who don't know, but they are too known. Cynics are people who don't know, but they are too known. They are too known, like they behave like they know, but they don't know. And even when you are teaching them, then they are bluffing. Have you seen people like that? When you are teaching them, then they are bluffing. Meanwhile, they don't know. And, and, and when you are teaching them to them, they'll even be arguing with you. One day, one day, a certain, a certain there, was a, there was a wealth seminar. A, a, a wealth, a business and wealth seminar. Sounds like a business and wealth seminar. Then there was somebody, the business and wealth seminar, there was someone, a businessman who was chosen to come and speak at the seminar. And this was somebody who was a poor person and he became very rich. So when he came to the seminar, and then he was, how he became rich, he was teaching, teaching. Then as he was teaching, 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 then somebody in the crowd raised up his hand. <laughs> Someone in the, in, the, in the comment raised up his hand. When he said, oh, say, you have a question, ask. And then he was like, <clears throat> asking the question. He was like, well, sir, um, what you are saying, I, he said, he, I don't agree. He, said, I don't agree. he doesn't agree with what he said. Because when he went to school in Harvard, he was taught that this and this and this and this and this. And then also when he did his master's in Yale, the, he was taught about economics and this and this and this. So what the person is saying, it does not tally. The person is wrong. <laughs> and the man, the man, the, the businessman kept, kept quiet. After the guy had asked his questions and, and said all the things, and then they asked him, well, he asked him that, all right, um, are you a multi billionaire? Then the guy said, no, sir. Then he said, um, the, your, your, your professors in, in those schools that you went to and that taught you and all that, are they more time billionaires? The guy said, no, sir. Then he said, then the man said, all right, I'm a more time billionaire. Can you sit down so that I teach you how to be a more time billionaire? The guy, the guy, he's a cynic. He's a cynic. They are teaching him the thing that he's doing too no like he knows. He's now coming to argue. 
He's now trying to put forward his point. He's now trying to show that he knows. Meanwhile, all the things that he knows, it's not working. (laughs) No, no, you see, I like that in the seminar too, because there are some people like it's, they, they, it comes across like they want to know, but it, it's not like they want to know. They are just too know, just want to argue. So the guy is at the seminar, but he's not humble. He is rather kind to say the things that he has learned from Harvard and university, the uh, principles of economics and, and all those things. But all those principles he knows is not working. It's only the conference guy that he went to know, he picked up from the conference. The, the guy he brought his Rolls Royce to the conference. You, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so that such a person is a cynic. He's a cynic. In the scripture again. How long will you feed your cynicism? That's, you see, it's like such people, they continue to, like, they, they, they think that they know, even though they are whatever they know, not in result. So they continue to feed that cynicism they have, or like they know, Oh, what they what they know is where it will work. It, oh, have you met people like that? <laughs> I'm happy I say you met some people like that, but don't be like that. Amen. May you not be like that in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of him. <laughs> and then the third type of people we should not be are idiots. Idiots. Idiots are people who refuse to learn. Idiots are people who don't know. And they know they don't know. But they don't want to learn to know. You get what I'm saying? Those are idiots. Idiots are people who don't know. And they know they don't know. But they refuse to learn. An example, let me give you an example. I'm going to give you a very practical example. In school, you see, when you are preparing for an exam, there are some parts maybe you've not studied. And you know you don't know it. But you just decide to study it. Anybody who behaves like that is an idiot. Pro- project that thing for me. I'm not a project that thing for me. Look at it. Idiots who refuse to learn. So the person knows he doesn't know. The person knows he doesn't know that thing. But the person is refusing to learn. <laughs> like, <laughs> the person has refused to learn. Hey! And the person knows he doesn't know. Where the Emba? I hope you are doing so. I have been there before. <laughs> but we realize that it will come. <laughs> <laughs> hey! You see, that's why when you pass. When you pass school, Charlie, he said, you have done well, though. <laughs> because the Wahala in school, <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> Hallelujah. So there are some people, they don't know. And they themselves, they know they don't know. But they refuse to learn. Now, all these things I'm sharing with you, you can, you, you can apply it in all areas of your life. 
but more specifically in the word of God, in the truth. Because it's the truth that will make us free. Hallelujah. So when you know that you don't know something, make a conscious effort to learn. Make a conscious effort to learn. And when you make that conscious effort to learn, you are not being an idiot. I'm not even who said it. I'm hiding behind scripture to say it. You are not being an idiot. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of friend. So let us not be simpletons. Let us not be cynics. And then let us not be idiots. Let us buy the truth. Let us go, let us go for the truth. And when we go for the truth, the truth will set us free. Your life can be better if you get more truth. Your life can be better if you would ask questions. You ask questions, you will receive answers. So right now that you are seated here, look in certain areas of your life. And any area of your life that you, you want improvement. I believe that for all of us here, there are certain areas of our lives you can see that you want to move to your next, to your next level. All of us, in, in various areas of our lives, want to move to our next level. Maybe it's in your Christian life. You feel that there's another level you can move to. Maybe it's in your finances. You feel that there's another level you can move to. Maybe it's in your relationships. You feel that there's another level you can move to. Maybe it's in your business. You feel there's another level you can move to. Can I tell you something? Ask, begin to ask questions. Begin to ask questions. Sometimes when you are reading the Bible, that, ask the Lord, Lord, show me what to do. To move to my next level sometimes in, in your business so like i said you get somebody who has who is a mentor somebody who's gone ahead of you amen elder tanko is here you know he has a business and i told him that he should get a mentor in that business and, and, and go and see the person someone who is ahead who's already because there's nothing new under the sun someone who is already doing it and then ask the person questions Ask the person. And so he got somebody as a person question. The person has person gave him insight in the word. True. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So whatever you want to do, if it's marriage, if it's business, if it's finance, somebody has done it before. Somebody is ahead. Don't envy the person who is ahead. Amen. Amen. See, that's the problem with people. They just envy someone who is ahead. You see, somebody is married. Don't envy the person. Go to the person. Ask the person questions. How did you marry? In this economy, how did you get money to marry? Is it a good question? Do you think that is a good question? See, like our brother Matt over there, very soon he'll be marrying. We see something over there. economy how do you get money to marry then they'll begin to show you they'll begin to show you get wisdom you get understanding then you also take a step then by the time you realize hey tell you to you are married by the time you realize tell you to you have gone for your honeymoon at safari what safari in in dubai Wonderful. I like that the, the, the ladies are looking in my face like they, they are receiving it. Wow. Wow. Yes, yes. Some people have to go for vacation in Dubai and Singapore. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it starts questions. It starts by not being a supporter, by not being a cynic. You know, you know, you know a cynic, you know how a cynic would behave. Oh, if a cynic sees somebody driving a range over, oh, but this range will not be anything. Oh, it just it not be any oh but oh but this we oh but this one be lucky, he'd be lucky. Oh but this one had to go figure some. That that's a cynic. Is is that not a cynic? Cynics downplay the success of people. Those are cynics. They downplay, 
cynics downplay the success of people they make it as if the success of people is simple but it's not simple it's it's hard work they they sometimes they make it like it's like oh oh when you are humble to ask questions then you would experience elevation i see somebody experiencing elevation i see somebody receiving wisdom and understanding in the name of jesus i want us to be on our feet to pray I want you to pray that God will cleanse you from being a simpleton. God will cleanse you from being a snake. God will cleanse you from being an idiot. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Pray that Lord cleanse me from being a simpleton. Cleanse me. Cleanse me from being an idiot. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray for the spirit Pray for the grace to ask questions. Father, I thank you for your people. Thank you, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, a hunger for you. Amen. A hunger Amen. for your word. Amen. A hunger for understanding. Amen. A hunger for wisdom. Amen. A hunger for knowledge. Amen. Let it be given to us, O oh God. Yes. May we be bold to ask questions. Yes. Cleanse us from being simple. Thank you, Lord. From being cynics. Yes, Lord. From being idiots. Yes, Lord. And as we receive your word, Changed by your word in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Give the Lord a clap of as you take your seat. Oh, give the Lord a shout! Woo! God bless you for listening to the message. We believe you were blessed. Kindly subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages from Pastor Philip. Shalom.